Evening, guys and girls. TMA Sunday Night Live. Uh, as always with the Pidge, I'm joined by Canadian Darren and Dino, who is a young man. Just apologies for anyone who's... I can't stream on their, their Facebook group because, um, yeah, uh, I've called um, a few... Uh, one or two people a bitch, so um, that's why I explained. So if you can't see this on the forum, um, hop over to... Up over to TMA TV on Facebook and also the um, obviously on YouTube as well. So, uh, yeah, evening, fellas. So, um, like we always say, this is the podcast. You choose the topics and we discuss them. I think everything centers around the possible new signings. I've got a few things. I've come loaded with graphics, people. So, I'll get the graphics out for the lads in a minute. But firstly, uh, Darren, I'll start with you, mate. Um, Ryan Darren says, potential new signings. What do we know of them? So, I'll flash up a few things, mate. But, um, just get your opinions on um, what you think so far, what you've heard. Yeah, so yesterday afternoon, obviously I'm seven hours behind the UK, so right now it's just gone one o'clock here. Yesterday afternoon um, on Twitter, I do follow Adam Leventhal, and he said that we've signed, uh, or, you know, we're about to sign this uh, Hassan Kamara, uh, left back for Nice, very highly rated. And then we've got this other midfielder or defensive midfielder, but also can play left back. Uh, yeah, KMB. Um, both of those, I think, are going to be made official within the next 24, 48 hours. And then the other one was the Croatian, uh, yeah, Vida here, who, um, you know, and I know some fans are saying, oh, well, this guy's 32, but this guy is a tremendous player. And uh, so what really, you know, I was gutted yesterday afternoon, as anyone would be, but this really did say to me, the other thing Adam Leventhal said that was uh, minutes after the game, they had a quick board meeting, they talked about these three in particular, and they yeah. uh, confirmed that they are, they are totally back in Ranieri, which is brilliant, because I think, as an example, yesterday at half-time, you know, we saw a far better Watford second-half performance, and he, has, he is a guy that has a plan B. So... Um, I'm really excited by what uh, what we're hearing, and I think there's also possibly a, a, another. I think another defender's also. I don't know who that is, but the one's being talked of. So, really promising. And like I say, to be getting them signed now, they've said that the FA Cup is not a priority, which I totally understand in this particular season, and uh, that these signings should be available for the Newcastle game. So for me, it's just a lot of real good positives, and it shows the. The willingness of the club to back Ranieri with with some very decent signings, so I'm really happy about it. Yeah, Dino, mate, what do you reckon? Um, I don't know much about the other two, but I do know about Vida. Um, I'd give him what he wants, whatever money he wants in the contract, because like me, you and Dan were saying, he is quality. We, we, you know, what I've seen of him, he's definitely what we need. I'd give him a two-year contract. I'd put him and Sarata in the team, and you've got one hell of a centre-pack pair there. This, this Vida, he, he, is, he is, as me and Pidge were, were saying, he is quality. Like I said, if he wants a ridiculous wage, like 60, 70 grand, by all means, give it to him. Do not muck about because other teams, you know, I'm surprised Newcastle wouldn't try and snatch him up because they're on the Burgess, you know, signing players like this. So I would not muck about with this one. I'd get all three. We need them. We need all these players. You know, the ages are good at the other two, but I wouldn't muck about with this bloke. I'd, I'd even go as far as chucking him 100 grand a week, you know. Sod it, you know, if Gray's near 70, 80, this bloke is definitely worth that much money. And, you know, he could be a... Um, he's captain material as well. He's another one of them 
voices that we don't have enough of on the pitch and this bloke will be a voice and badly needed and if he is here before Newcastle I'd chuck him straight in the deep end against Newcastle I said I don't care about Leicester me and Paul were joking it wouldn't surprise if we turned up against Leicester beat them 3-1 and then not Newcastle sod that I'd rather get hammered by Leicester Newcastle and Norwich are for me, the games, if we get relegated, we get zero out of that. We might as well be going down. That's the way I see it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, the, we've got, uh, we've got, I've got it from the daily fail, but you know, I do apologize anyone <laughs> with quoting this, but um, obviously let's say but both deals for obviously the, the left wing back and the centre midfielder, um, both four million, uh, four million um, pounds. Uh, you've got the left back or left wing back, shall we say, uh, Kamara, twenty-seven-year-old um, Ivory Coast international, so a decent age as well. So he's a uh, prime of his career. Also, defensive midfielder Edo is actually twenty-three. So you know, a bit more of a youthful look about the signings as well, but. With Vida, mate, honestly, this guy's absolutely quality. Um, I said this to you guys before we were, uh, went on live that you know, he was apart from taking away uh, Modric and um, you know, or, or that Barcelona midfielder where he used to play for Barca, you know, those those players and Pjanic, uh, not Pjanic, um, you know, the guy, the other guy on the wing for Croatian, Rakitic, that's it, Rakitic. Uh, the, the, take away those two, you know, um, Manzertic and this guy and this guy Vida were the standout players for Croatia against England. He's absolute quality, covers so much yards. Thirty-two. He's as a centre back. He's at the prime of his career as a centre back because they seem to mature with age. You know, obviously with experience. We know we're not going to get a big sale on value with defenders, so it makes perfect sense. We can, like you said, give him a decent wage here, get him over it. He's not going to cost a lot as well, as far as we know. 95 caps, he, score, he scores goals. He scored four goals for uh, Croatia, 95 caps as well. He's capped in his country. He, I'll tell you what, if we sign him as well, I'm I'm really confident we'll stay up, mate, because we can get Nkula. I know it's a big if. We can get Nkulu fit as well. Him and Nkula at the back is going to be absolutely that. That should give us a really decent base to kick on. I think they may look at another right back as well. But the left, the left wing back we've got with Ranieri, the way he plays, we can adapt that to a wing back system, like he tried against obviously like Spurs, and it seemed to work for most of it. You know, to be fair on Ekong and uh, you know Stewart and Kafkart, we seem to have coped with most of it. Okay, we were sitting back, and that's largely I blame that down to obviously midfield and forward not pushing up there as well. But that system, if we need to move into it, it's a plan B. So yeah, I'm I'm actually delighted with the signings so far, and uh, this um, this Kamara as well looks a decent prospect. Okay, he's only played one for the Ivory Coast, but you know he's another player from Nice, and the, the Nice seem to you know, um, produce decent players. You know, they've had a history of the last few years of producing decent players throughout the leagues and coming over to England, especially. And uh, like I say, if anyone's watching this now, it's on my personal profile. It's on Twitter for the first time. It's also on YouTube, only because for some reason it's let me post on my profile, but not on TMA TV and TaylorMade Army forums. I think it's because it was already loaded on. So just apologies if you can't get it on the forum. Just jump up, like I say, 
if you encourage people to jump over either to the Facebook, Twitter, or my personal profile, you can get it on there. But um, I'll get a couple of people's opinions on it. Um, Christoph Philpot, the Friend International, says, and the Croatians, uh, Croatians won't put a curse on us. Um, Ekon played well yesterday. Hates me to say it, but if but happy for him. Yeah, no, Adam, that's a good point, mate. Um, Gavin, hi there, lads. Hi, mate. Um, Sonia's on. Christoph Philpot, <laughs> yeah, release Dennis um, from Christoph Philpot. Um, that's probably the reason why I've actually been banned from Facebook for about seven days. But um, Christoph, you know all about that, mate. Anyway, um, you got your mic. Is your mic all right, Darren? You get that sort of. Sort of they can't unmute the guest. Oh, there you mute. go. Sorry, mate. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to increase the size of the screen at my end. No, you're right, mate. No, no, no. As long as you're all right, that's cool, mate. But um, yeah, it's it guys a new science, but I'm really really happy with that if that like i say it's not 100 confirmed we know it's almost almost done but if it happens yeah i'll be absolutely delighted i think that is and they've also said i mean unless it's watford or adam leventhal i don't believe a word of it and adam leventhal's come through and they've said there's no immediate plans to get rid of ranieri so they're going to back him they're going to put them uh, hopefully shall we say put some money where their mouth is as well and hopefully these should be astute signings um, coming up. So, uh, yeah, I think, like, and Halsey, evening Halsey, he's, he's on as well. Evening, mate. Um, but, yeah, yeah, the beer of the week will be coming very shortly, mate. Or, well, shall we say, near the end of the um, show, but we will not disappoint you, fella. So, um, yeah, so with these three coming, mate, uh, yeah, they're certainly, certainly reacting, especially after the Spurs defeat, because they, they know we need bodies. Especially at the back, I think we need to tweak it slightly in midfield, but certainly at the back is um, where we need to improve. So uh, definitely, mate. Totally. Can you hear me okay now, Pidge? Yeah, all sorted, mate. Yeah, Thank brilliant, you, yeah. mate. Yeah, I mean, you're what? I mean, that system that we played yesterday. You know, it, it, like I said, it's a plan B, but. Um, We've just got to. We just got to make sure we could. If we could score goals with that system, is yeah. and add what we could be bringing in as well. That could suit us in a few games, especially when you know our backs are against the wall. You know, okay, taking away, taking away the unfortunate um, last minute goal, but um, yeah, we seem to have coped quite well with that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, looks, looks very. We looked a very tidy side yesterday afternoon and. I just think from a, even from a fan perspective, you know, when you hear that your club is su supporting, because, you know, we've been through a lot of turmoil as fans over the years with the managers, but when you hear within a couple of hours that, you know, the, the board back in the manager, they're hiring or, or looking to recruit this kind of calibre, which are upgrades to the existing squad, that's a, that's a positive. And I still feel, and in it, you know, folks might think it's just foolish optimism, but... Our side's got goals in us. And like yesterday afternoon, when Pedro came on, he looked superb yesterday. He's looking really strong now. That lad's put on a few pounds of muscle. And looks, he looks a handful. And other than some shocking refereeing, um, he might have scored, right? So uh, a lot of positives for me. You know, it, it, the defence, and we've been saying it for weeks, you know, on here, is the one place we needed to improve. And I think with these, in, you know, adjustments to the squad, there's no reason why we shouldn't not only survive but pull up the league a couple of points because I mean I find it funny with the pundits 
It was so doom and gloom. We're not even, Watford haven't even got halfway to the season yet. Um, we will after our Newcastle game, but, you know, there's a long, long way to go. And, and it, you know, with momentum, you get six points out of a couple of wins and the world looks different, right? So plenty, plenty of optimism from me. Yeah, yeah, it weren't bad. Um, I want it as a plan B. I can't. We can't have that as a, you know, our first, our first plan. In all honesty, you know, I'm gutted like every fan. You know, we defended so well, and one second of not being awake, you know, it looked like it was Serrata's man. It was between Serrata and Ekon. It was between both of them. He got between both of them. So I can't really blame one with. Out the other, it's a bit Batman's fault as well. Me and you have said it, Pidge. It is 50-50. Really, uh, keeper should come out and punch it. But the other hand, he's got between two defenders as well. So, you know, that, that can never happen at this level or even a championship level. It, you know, people are blaming um, uh, Kuka for the, the rash tackle. But I tell you what, he ran his bloody... I have never... When us as fans talk about players leaving everything on the pitch, Kuka left every last bit of sweat, blood, everything. He left yeah. every ounce. He gave, I'd say, 150% that game. He was unbelievable. Well, he kept going. He should have come off, to be honest with you. He gave, and you can see in his, um, you can see in his interview afterwards that he actually cares. He was hurting after that. Um, yeah, it's got to be a plan B. It's, like I say, I don't give a crap about Leicester. I want us to go out. I really don't give a toss. Play Fletcher. Play all the players that don't play. It's. I'm glad Ranieri's getting the back in because we ain't going to get anyone better. He's got to be kept there. But he does need players. This defence will help him if he can get all three. It'll give him a massive boost. And, yeah, we have got goals in us. I agree with Darren. Pedro looked really good. I would not play him against Leicester, but I would start him against Newcastle. He yeah, did look yeah, a handful, yeah. and he was, he was mate, he done a great run. And when that ref flew up, it was shocking because he was about to have a shot there and anything can happen. Um, I thought Semmer had an all right game. Um, me and Paul were having a discussion about this. I'd honestly change Semmer's position to a left-back. Because yeah. he was doing Messina's job, he was marking two people. I had a, you could say it was kind of an argument with a fan. He's going, "Well, that's Semmer's job." I said, "Well, no, it's not, because that's left back and that's fucking Messina's man." I, I didn't have looked, a clue what Messina. I, I didn't have a clue what Messina was doing. Back, I think we're looking at his. Um, yeah, looking at his the the way he played. He played five at the back, and I didn't realise this. But saying that, though, you're absolutely right. There's two men on that side. The left centre back should be drifted across and doubling up, so he should have been doubling up anyway. So you're right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I'd rather have Semmer as a left back than Messina. He's stronger, he's more reliable, he's he's just a better reader of the game. In all honesty, I know Semmer don't offer much as a midfielder. That's fair enough. I can't argue about that. But I think he's a lot more alert. And I'd, if I was around Neri, I'd look at changing Semmer's position. Going, I wouldn't mind you as. A, Trying a left wing back sort of go or a left back have a go at it, but hmm. yeah, I don't know. These Newcastle Norwich is it won't defy our season, but we need minimum four points out of them two games badly because we're not gonna. These results they keep going our way. Eventually they're not, and we are going to drop in this relegation zone. I don't want to 
sound negative, but we keep getting away with it. We have got to start getting three points or points. We've got to get that gap higher because Newcastle are going to buy. Burnley won't keep losing. It's going to change. So we do need to, you know, that's our sixth loss on the trot now. It's got to change. That's yeah, well, we've got a few people messaging in as well. Adam Siegel, a uh, couple of good points here. He says, uh, I have Croatian friends here and they are really great feeder. Said he's past his best, but still good. Um, Mr. Jim Wilters and ex-Luton and Hemel coach Darren Salton, good friend. Um, Darren, mate, thank you very much for coming on. Apologies for everyone for swearing there, but he's uh, he was one hell of a player when he was playing. Just shame he played for them, but top, top guy, complete gentleman. <laughs> One of football's gentlemen, Darren Salton. Um, yeah, so cheers, Salts, for watching, mate. Um, Adam Siegel's also said, I do think that these signings we have, we will have have the quality to uh, have the quality to stay up. Deserved a point yesterday, but they have, can take some pride out of the performance. Mark Chamberlain uh, would be madness to change managers. The fans can see the style of football he's trying to achieve. Um, We've agreed. Uh, Adam Siegel's agreed with you guys. He said Kuka was immense, other than the last challenge. Yeah, we could. Uh, yeah, no, I think he was. Uh, he should have gone off ages ago. We said this before the yeah. challenge. He should have gone off ages ago. He was shattered. We said this about ten minutes before that challenge. So I think that was more to do with a bad sub. He should have come off way before that. But um, yeah, it was a poor challenge. I think that was more to do with tiredness because him and yeah. Suzuka was my man of the matches. I thought they were immense, both of them. Uh, Pedro, I agree with Darren that Pedro was excellent. Um, don't get me wrong; he'd be probably me top top five man of the match, um, you know, candidates. But yeah, Kuka, I've said this all season. He might not put in great performances um, in terms of match winning, but I'll tell you what; it will give you everything. He'll give hundred ten percent. Like we always said, if he plays shit, he's going to put in a shift. He'll always put in a shift. He'll never stop running. Um, Right, Michael Wadham, evening, Michael. He says, so we're in a mini league at the bottom of the a mini league at the bottom of the league. Now the battle starts against Newcastle. Um, evening, Matthew. Matthew's on. It's, uh, also, Adam said about um, they won't change managers. He's a, obviously saying he's replying to Mark. Uh, Mark's just saying, few. He's relieved there. Um, Danny said, Happy New Year, Paul. Yeah, no, Daniel, Happy New Year, mate, from all of us. Uh, Mr. Roper's on as well. Um, Seagulls also said, We'll beat Newcastle and Norwich. Everything changes. I think the whole sort of uh, complexion of the league will certainly will. Uh, Greg Evans says, Just want to say our boys gave their best. We know we ain't so talented, but they put in a shift, uh, they put a shift in yesterday. Um, Halsey said, Kuka looked gutted at the end of the game. Yeah, he, he really did. And uh, we quite rightly we stayed and applauded him because you know we could go on about the goal all all we want the penalty all we want we we've all sort of split to sit split opinions on both which like I say football's about opinions and those those two incidences certainly split opinion and who was to blame who should have done what and vice versa but um in terms of the overall performance yeah I was I was I was really happy actually. I was uh, if we lose, we just go down fighting and give it a go. And we said this all season, so um, yeah, yeah, I'm definitely happy with that. But uh, yeah, Darren, in terms of that system, Dino's commented on that. He doesn't want, obviously want a five five three two as a you know a plan A, more of a plan B. What's your um, take on it? What if you could put a formation out there four three three four 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 five three two? What do you what would you prefer? I think four three three probably for me. You know, um, it's it's tough. I mean, he was just trying to change it up yesterday, but I can see what you know what he's thinking there. But yeah, I think 
I like the fourth. I think we've got good options with four three three, and, and with these additions to the squad, we'll have even greater options. But we have the opportunity to mix it up in midfield and up front, and um, that would be my, you know, my choice. It's, uh, it. I think it gives us some good options there, and I agree with your comments about. I thought Sissoko again was immense, and Kuchka. I mean, and what I will say is this: as sickening as it is to lose like that. When you see somebody like Kuku, and it really does mean a lot to him, that, that's what you want in your squad, right? That's going to give you a greater chance of keeping up. Yeah. If you've got a player with what appears to be sort of an attitude a bit more like Danny Rose, and I really wish Danny Rose could turn it around, I really do. But, you know, when you see somebody caring that much, and he's not the only one, Sissoko as well. Sissoko is, is a, another great leader. Um, you know, you've always got a chance. You've always got a chance. And I, I also thought Dino's idea there about Semmer giving him a shout at left back. Well, I know there's always a chance of injuries and stuff, but maybe that's something Ranieri could try out at Leicester just as a just as a trial and see how it works out for him. Because the club have made it clear that they are not fussed about a cup run. You know, it's all about staying in the league. And I know for any football purist, that's the thing you don't want to hear, but the, the, it's the business side of, of the, you know, football is a business at the end of the day, right? we do not want to go down um so yeah it's going to be interesting but going back to the initial question i think for me a four three three yeah mm. how about you dino yeah no i agree four three three again definitely against newcastle you forget you know we're on a bad run and so are they you know we imagine if we can take the lead which we're more than capable that's going to be a you know that's going to be a toxic atmosphere there at newcastle you know they're they're on their knees. I don't know if um, Wilson and Maximum would be fit. I hope not, because <laughs> that benefits us massively. You know, yeah, I agree. Four three three suits us as long as it's the right four three three, and we can get these new signings in beforehand. Yeah, I reckon we got more than a chance there. You know, and a fit cleverly. I'd probably give cleverly um, a half out against Leicester. So you get the first half. I'm subbing you in no matter what because I want you for Newcastle. So I'd chuck him in there with Sissoko and probably, yeah, Sissoko and Loser, because Loser didn't do too bad either yesterday, to be fair to him again. So, I'd yeah, definitely 4-3-3. Three, three. I agree with Darren on that. Yeah, if, you, if you're going to change a slight system, you could go 3-4-3 three, three if you play three centre-backs in the two wing-backs and put Kuka yep. on the right of that. Uh, and then you've still got that attacking three, haven't you? So you can do that, but... If you're playing, you're playing three five. You're playing five three two. It should be more of an attacking. The wing backs need to get forward a bit more. And you know, if you're sitting back and playing more of a right back, then you are, you are, you are inviting teams to come at you, and it's very, very defensive. But you can play an attacking five three two. But it's how you do it. Um, but I've always gone with four three three. But a lot of time we get found out because play the lone one up front. But. It's how you play it. You don't have to have the best players. As long as they know the system and they can play within that system and play as a team, it counts for double because you could have a whole team of Messi's playing 4-2-4, four, 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 but it's not going to make a blind bit difference if they can't play as a team. So as long as we can play a formation that suits the team, I don't care what we play. We can play 10 at the back. As long as we go, go up and play some football and win, that's all I'm bothered about. But yeah, 4-3-3 four, three, three is like I say, is more attacking. And like I say, we play to our strengths and we're better attacking than we are defending, obviously. So 4-3-3 three, three would be, probably be the best one. Right. Um, I'm a sore, you're a sore loser, not I'm a sore loser. You're a sore loser, says, I'm worried that some Watford fans are too negative, causing our own downfall. Um, 
Yeah, but I mean, the, you can get negativity. I think it's not as bad as it has been, but I can see where he's getting at. Um, Mel, uh, Mila or Mela says, are we worried about Newcastle get top players before our game with them? Um, hopefully, I think most of them will come later on but after us, but I think they'll probably get at least three. Or, I reckon they'll get two or three before come. I think Trippier will certainly be there. Um, I think possibly another one, but... Yeah, they reckon they're looking at Bamiyang as well on loan, haven't they? Through a view to a twenty million pound move, I mean that'll be one hell of a sign if they get him. Uh, we'll just have to wait and see. Okay, so yeah, I'll just go on about this as well. So if I could share this uh, about Watford have released a statement, and I'll put this on from um, TMA uh, if I can find it. There we go. Um, they've put on about, uh, it says, what official statement? Uh, Ms. Mayla Sarat, uh, Senegal, says, he suffered a knee ligament injury on November 20th. Most people know this in the match against Man United. He's not been fit to play for Watford Football Club since that date. In early December, the club wrote to the Senegal Football Association that lining the uh, clinical diagnosis of his Mailer's injury and immediately followed that up by supplying the MRI scans detailing the extent of the injury. After further consultation with medical experts, we informed the Federation of his Mailer's rehabilitation process and likely timeframe of recovery. Uh, he also said within the past 10 days, the club have reiterated to the Senegal Football, so uh, Football Federation the player's current medical status and recovery schedule. So they're letting him base, they're basically letting them know how long he's going to be out and when he could possibly be available. Um, uh, they've also said the Hornets have also invited Senegal Football Federation to conduct their own independent, uh, to instruct their own independent surgeon to confirm the diagnosis and rehabilitation period. So, um, yeah, read into that as you will. Uh, but they're, they're saying, look, you can't do anything. We can't do anything else. You know, the guy in my personal view, and I'll get your view straight away, lads, but my personal view here is if they're not, if he's not fit and he hasn't played for us, then he shouldn't be playing for his country. I don't care if it was England. You know, if we had an English player and he hasn't played for us, like we signed for argument's sake, someone like Luke Shaw, and he's been injured most of the season, or he's been injured for a couple of months, and he hasn't played for us, and suddenly England won him. It's like, hang on a moment, he's got to prove his fitness with us first, and then if he's fit, then he goes and plays for his country. I've got no problem then. But like, like we found out with Serie Alta, he, he doesn't play yeah. a single day for us after he comes back through injury. Goes with, was it Chile, was it? And... Um, gets a knock and then he's out for ages so yeah. you know i firmly believe personally he should prove it get himself fit here prove his fitness with us say like one or two games and then if it, the tournament's still running then he goes over there but um yeah that's enough of me ranting about it what's your opinions boys i think i think you're spot on there page i mean to me watford are his employers and at the end of the day they're trying to be as honest with the senegalese as they can the guy's injured and he has to, you know, the Sierra example is perfectly, you know, is a, is a, sorry, is a perfect example of that. The player's not fit and he, I mean, at the end of the day, obviously it's of no benefit to Watford if he goes back too soon, but it's also of no benefit to Senegal because if he gets out no. there and he's injured, then everybody loses. And, you know, at the end of the day, you should really have the player's interests at heart, right? Because... I mean, with somebody like Sarr, any kind of knee injury, he needs to be 100% ready before he goes up again. Because a player, you know, his 
genius or whatever you want to call it is pace the guy is so fast and you don't want to end up you know inhibiting him in some way and then i never forget i think it was uh shearer when shearer got one bad particular i think it was an acl in his career he knew yeah. after that change his game because he had lost some pace you know we you know god forbid we don't want that happening so i think fair play to the club they're keeping it above board they're trying to be honest and obviously it's not what senegal want to hear and i totally understand that but i think the club's doing everything in their right way for me Dino yeah I, I he should like I say I agree he shouldn't be going anywhere near that you know played in ages so how the hell is he going to be fit for a you know a tournament like the African Cup of Nations which they do take seriously you know um, well what they hoping for he'd be fit during to the quarterfinals or something and then chuck him straight into that how's that gonna you know like Darren said he's pace, you know, he could do one sprint and be out for another three months. It's just, it's crazy. You know, what's the point in going when you, you know, he's probably about 80, 85% fit. We don't know, do we? And that, you know, that's not good enough. He should be staying with Watford and, you know, getting better with our physios. But, you know, you don't know if it's up to him. He might want to go, mightn't he? You don't know, do you? So it's a tough one. Do you stop him from going and upsetting him or... You know, do you trust him, let him go and hope he don't, you know, get injured? It's a bit of a it's a bit of a tough one, really, isn't it? Yeah, well, Halsey's put a couple of good points up. He's firstly he's put who pays the players' wages at the end of the day if they get injured. That's the thing as well. At the end of the day, fair play to him. He wants to play for his country, he wants to represent his country, but he's got to be fully fit and um he's got to put like I say, he's got to prove his fitness first. And then if he is fully fit and he's over his knee injury because like Dino said, and like, obviously like you said, Darren, but like Dino said, you know, he can uh, come onto the pitch first five minutes. He can pull it, rupture it again. And like you, and, you, and also like you said, Darren, where he's, you know, with the cruise ship, the cruise ship injuries, he could do that. And then we're stuck. He's stuck, you know, touch wood, he doesn't. But then we're stuck with a player that's out for a year and we're paying his wages. It's not his fault he gets injured, but you know, it's game management. Like you said, uh, Game and you know game management, but month to month management of the injuries and Watford are doing everything above board and fair play to them. They're not saying right, we're going to keep him here, we're going to assess him. You're, we're not going to give you any contact. They're openly inviting on social media, you know, officially inviting one of their specialists to come over and assess the injury, so they can then report back and say, look, you know, I've had a look at them. You know, a neutral, we're well, not neutral, but more of a you know Senegalese, you know, representative to come over and say, look. Okay, I've re I assessed the injury. He's still not ready. We've still got at least, say, for argument's sake, two or three weeks to go. You know, we can't do nothing about it. It's been proven. So they're not trying to hide anything. Like you said, Darren, you know, they're being quite open and honest about the yeah. situation, but playing it in the right, correct manner because we don't want another long term injury here because we've got enough players either out over go going over there eventually or injured, which, you know, coppered with, you know, COVID and stuff like that. We don't want any more players out. So it works. It should work for everyone. And at the end of the day, like Halsey said, they're paying his wages. So they just have to, they just have to, it's just tough, isn't it? Um, we are not the most popular team with some countries in Africa. Yeah. Um, yeah. Senegal and um, Nigeria, is, uh, most of us, uh, including myself, are well adverse with, especially on our uh, Facebook page. The whole of Africa has seemed to ascend on to, uh, our Facebook page and start wishing us relegation because we won't let Dennis go or Zar, which is very kind of them. Um, 
but they said also, yes, St. Albans that got it as well. Um, I'll see if I could flick this up as well. Yeah, well, they I don't think they actually realized they weren't, um, that St. Albans have really got nothing to do with this situation, to be fair. So I'll try and flick this up, but um, yeah, one of them came on St. Albans's page and started having a go at them and um, saying, Oh, release, release Dennis, and someone just said it's not really their um department people uh so i don't know what the hell they're it's basically translated they're just trolls um here we go it's got um was it uh this emma hazard i don't know i can't pronounce the surname it says clarence parker or shovel key you there release dennis from us or face relegation Magus. um so someone said daybreak plus said uh, Ogre, this is not Watford FC. Be careful what you say. They can do do less or nothing about it. That's actually from the um, St. Albans City Football Club page. Um, so, yeah, they're trying to attack um, non-league as well with this. So, um, St. Wow. Albans probably released a statement so unfortunately, we're not going to release Dennis either. So, that will wind them up as well. You get half of Senegal and Nigeria on the um, St. Albans page as well. But uh, I think they got defeated by Hemel today. So, well done to Hemel. Um, we had a good win um, away at St. Albans, so that's a double blow for them. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so, I mean, Darren, let's have a little opinion about the game from you, mate. Um, like you said, you're given everything, but I don't want to like dwell too much on it. But how did you find that? You mean the, the game yesterday? Yeah, sorry, mate, the game yesterday, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I, I see encouragement from it. I mean, the first half, Tottenham were, you know, with some better finishing, you know, they could have could have uh, could have been away at half time. And, and it's funny, you know, the era we're in with, you know, social media and stuff, and people looking to pick out individuals. I saw some criticism about Backman for the goal, and then for me, Backman made some absolutely cracking saves yesterday. He really did. And uh, being a fan for me is about getting behind your team when you're, you know. When you're up against it, you know, players make mistakes, you know, uh, but for me, I, I feel a bit sorry for Ranieri because when we played West Ham, and then he's right what he said, he had one day of training, you know, and that's tough for anybody and that's tough as well for the players and their fitness levels and everything else. But against West, against uh, Tottenham, particularly later on yesterday, there's, I feel there's a real togetherness with this squad. I really do. I think we're looking, if you feel like, the players know what Ranier is trying to do and he's trying to get us in the right direction. I also sense calmness as well. Ranieri seems a very calm guy and you need that. I, I, I honestly think we're going to be okay. So, you know, it's gutting to lose 1-0 so late in the day, but um, I think far more positives than negatives and a few real standout performances. And the thing was, yesterday we did, possibly for the first time this season, we really did look hard to beat yesterday. Which is why it's such a sickness score, you know, conceding so late. So, yeah, that's my take on it, mate. Cheers. Sorry, mate. Anything you want to add, mate? Yeah, I muted that there, mate. It's right. It was going to be sign language, but um, yeah. <laughs> we cannot return your pictures. Yeah, two to one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on the game, mate. Uh, yeah. What best best way going forward, mate? Carry on like that, or flip it back to four three three, as you said. For me, um, Dino. 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 Yeah. 
I would go back to four three three. We have we got to go at Newcastle. There's no, I do not want us sitting bloody back against them. I really do not. We can't. <sighs> if we take the lead and say it's close near the end, say it's like two one with ten minutes to go, by all means, don't shut up shop, but go to that formation. It'll make it tough for them. It'll frustrate them. But at the start, I really. You know, if we can add these defenders to it, we've really got to go at them. You know, they're, they're going to be nervous like us. You know, if we can, you know, he might even do that as a plan A first. He might he might go to four four two to frustrate them and then later on in the game change it. But I really hope not because Newcastle are getting there. They're, you know, Eddie Howe's getting his point across now. You know, I've watched Newcastle and there has been some games where they've been unlucky like us. So... You know that's dangerous. You've got to you've got to have a go at them because, to be honest, their defence is as bad as ours at the moment. So, you know there is goals there for Dennis, Pedro, and Andes, whoever three you chuck up, they're going to be dangerous. I really, you know, we really have got to go for it. We really, you know, these next two games, like I said, they are massive. If we can, if we can by all means get six points, that's one hell of a gap for us. You know, that's like seven, eight points, and that'd be massive. And the confidence, you know, we're just like Darren said, the, the confidence that we need every about football it is confidence and that, that's how you get it by winning. And these two next games, if we don't get anything out of them, we're we're in not gonna say we get relegated, but it's not gonna be good for the confidence, you know. We got after that United and Brighton then and and Brighton are no mugs at the moment, are they? They're they're flying at the moment. They're in the top ten. So, you know, we really really need to go back to four three three, even like you said, pitch five three two with the right players in there. You could play that attacking wise. You know, it'd be hard for Newcastle to break us down, but they really this is a massive game. I don't think fans are turn on Ranieri, but you know, if we did lose to Newcastle, then it's Norwich at home on the Friday. And if we go behind and start losing, I guarantee, well, I will, the fans will slowly get a bit frustrated, you know. So I hope to God that doesn't happen. Yeah, I mean, guys and girls out there, we've got, like I say, we've got Newcastle away. Take away the Leicester FA Cup game. In terms of league points and league games, we've got Newcastle away. Then we've got Norwich, like Dino said. Norwich, Norwich at home. Then we've got, on the following Tuesday, we've got West Ham away. Then we've got Brighton at home. And then Villa away. So, in the next four or five games, how many points do you reckon we get? I'd certainly, like Adam's saying, he says, well... Uh, Adam Siegel says, I will say that we need six points from Newcastle and Norwich, nothing less. Um, Mark also uh, said, is Pidge going to Nigeria on holiday this year? I've already booked the tickets, mate. So um, you're supposed to be paying for the holiday, Mark. So uh, I think you need to um, come back to me on that one, mate. So uh, yeah, come back to me straight away after the pod. Um, just a shout out to the Watford women. They're all at home to the Lion, uh, London City Lionesses next week. Um, tickets are available. If you We've posted up the link on the forum. Go to also on um, watfordfc.com. You can order the tickets. They're um, between uh, the adults are £12. Obviously, half price for season ticket holders, as far as I know. The £12 for adults, uh, £5 for both full-time students, 65 and over. Uh, 18 and under is a fiver also. But like I say, you do get half price if you're a season ticket holder. So that's, uh, yeah, so plenty of tickets. Uh, they will be going quick, but if that's uh, next Sunday, uh, 3 p.m. kickoff, more details obviously during the week will post up. Um, that's Watford Women 
against the London City Lionesses. That'll be at Kings Langley Football Ground. So you can get down there next Sunday, support the Watford women. Um, plenty of entertainment in store. So if you can please do that. And just a shout out to Clint Lancaster, who's uh, recently um, left his position as the head coach of Watford Women as well. So once again, we've said this before to um, Clint, but uh, thank you ever so much for um, helping raise the profile of the women's game, is certainly with the Watford team. Uh, various roles in the club for Clint Lancaster. So um, Clint, I know you watched the pod, mate. Thank you ever so much for uh, your time at the club and um, all the best in your future endeavours as well, mate. So thank you very much. And all your help you did for us uh, last year with TMA. So thank you very much, Clint. Um, Captain uh, Mutato said, avoiding relegation is more important than the African Cup of Nations. Yeah, completely agree. Um, the captain. Yeah, good point there, mate. Um, Halsey as well said, we haven't done that badly against some of the so-called big six uh, this season. So no drubbings a sec for Liverpool. I think we'll play the bigger teams. We seem to up our game, but we need to... And Dean will probably come back with me on this one quite rightly and say, look, we're up in our game against the big teams. We should be doing even easier against the smaller teams, you thought, Dino. But um, <laughs> I'll get your first opinion. Obviously, I'll throw Darren um, that question as well. But yeah, I mean, we've got to up our performances against the smaller teams because those are the games where, we, we, you know, we were obviously more than more chance of winning, haven't we? Yeah, what's the point in doing it against the big boys if you ain't going to do it against the lesser teams? You know, they're even tougher to beat. You know, they 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 don't give they give you even lesser chances. You know, yeah. because they're going to be tight like us. You know, <laughs> you know, look at Brentford. They won again today, and you're telling me they're better than us. They're they're flying at the moment. They're what ten points ahead of us. You know, we should be up there with them. You know, you're telling me Brighton's miles better than us. Look at them. You know, they're. They just defend better. That's all. You know, it makes me sick. You know, they fight for everything. We really, I don't see why we can be so big-headed and think we can beat these teams because, you know, they might want to check the league table. It don't tell you that, you know, it tells you the truth. You know, we should really, don't want to be negative, we should really be in relegation at the moment, how poor we've been. But we've been so lucky the teams below us have been worse. So, you know, they really do need to up it. And like I said, soft Leicester, I don't really care. I'm not going to watch it. I'm not worried about it. These next two games, they've, well, they've got to treat every game like a final. But these two, like I said, they're absolutely ginormous. You've got to treat them like City or Chelsea, whatever. But they have got to change their way of thinking and <laughs> very, very quickly. Mm. Darren, mate. Yeah, I just... Uh... I'm with Dino on the whole Leicester City thing. When it comes to Newcastle, that's a, you know, a pretty intense atmosphere. But the, and it will be a full house. That'll be rocking. Um, the way I look at it, and I do think that if we could get the first goal there, their fans can get pretty toxic pretty quick, you know. And they're not at the moment a very good side, but they are improving. I think Dino's spot on there. Um, it, it's it's so weird. I guess. At the end of the day, if we were to get a point at Newcastle and four or three at home to Norwich, that wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. We definitely don't want to lose either of those games, you know. But it is about stepping stones. But we've got to we've got to turn it around. Six straight defeats is six straight defeats. I, I think the frustrating thing for me is I look at the, the squad overall and yeah, defence aside, we've got some very very fine players here. Really, you know, a lot of experience. Backman, he's Austria's national keeper. You know, it's not like we're 
we've got like you know inexperienced like league one players or something there's a lot of quality in the team but it's about gelling and it's about particularly gelling at the back so for me rather than kind of looking at how many points we're going to get five games out i'd rather concentrate on the initial two and, and say a minimum of four are required for me because it, it's like Dino said you know the league table never lies right you are where you are because that's what you've earned and the one other blessing we do have is our goal difference compared to Norwich and Newcastle for now is at least another point, right? But you can't keep, like Dino said, you can't keep relying on that. You can't keep relying on other teams losing. Um, we've, we've got to, you know, you, you, when you've got games in hand or whatever, you've got to take the initiative. And, and like I say, yesterday's second half effort and team effort, as it was so collective, does give me optimism. So, I think get something at St James's and uh, let's see where we go from there. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, Halsey's starting to be a bit more demanding. He says that he's just Pidgey's Nigerian beer of the week. Um, <laughs> that might come next week, mate. Um, I'm going to try and ask my fellow colleagues, comrades from Nigeria, if they can send me some beer. Um, <laughs> so I'll, I'll get back to you on that one. Um, the captain's back on. He says they just defend better. Well said. Um, wish the Potsos would spend some money this window. Um, captain, mate, uh, we've put up a couple of our new signings um, or possible new signings. Also, Vida, um, who plays, he's played 92 games, I think 92, 95 games for Croatia as well. So if we can get him, get him in amongst them. A left, We've got a defensive midfielder, also a left wing back stroke left midfielder. So um, defensive cover is coming. So hopefully, Captain, that we'll uh, get the required signings to um, keep us up. I think a right back as well. If we can get another right back, then I really do think I'm very confident that we'll stay up. Uh, the only thing I would say with Backman, um, he needs to command his area a bit more. Shot stopping, I think he's excellent. Yeah. I think he's very good shot stopper. It's just commanding of his area. It's getting slightly better, but it needs to improve still. I mean, he is shouting now. I mean, he is a bit more vocal. It needs to be... I mean, the thing is, though, like we always say with a goalkeeper, the confidence of your back line comes with how confident your keeper is. If your keeper is confident, that defence... And it goes the other way as well. If the defence is good, the keeper will breed confidence as well, and it goes on to the defence. But the keeper is confident and shows that aura about him. Like you see, all the old school thing, even Ben Foster... You know, that eight-and-yard box, if he commands that, then that defence is so much more confident in their keeper. Um, that's the one, the only thing I would say with Backman. And like we said, we've split opinion on who was to blame, how good the cross was, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to get into that because it's split opinion on that. And uh, like I say, every decision is, uh, you know, every decision is great because that's what that's what opinions are about. But um, Lee Poulter's on, even Lee, good friend of um, Cali as well. Um, he is on Mixcloud as well, guys and girls, from 8.30 most. We've got a few nights as well. So if you can get onto Nigel Callan's main Facebook page, he does share the link to Mixcloud. So, um, yeah, get on there. It's usually 8.30s. He does a lot of, thankfully, a lot of outside DJing work at last as well. But he is on Mixcloud. So if you can hop over to Mixcloud, Nigel Callahan, that'd be um, much appreciated. Um, he did a lot of work during the pandemic, kept everyone entertained. So uh, fantastic work by... Uh, the uh, legend number seven, Nigel Calland, and a big friend of uh, 
the show as well. Always helped us out here as well. So he's an absolute legend, that guy. Um, Halsey said, most of our defence and the keeper are playing regular international football. Like you said, Darren, except Kiko and Rose, we really should be doing better. Um, Tom Garvey's on. Major Tom's watching. Evening, Major Tom. Thanks for doing that yesterday. And Dino was going to patch in as well and fill in yesterday on the verdict. So uh, just thank you, Dino, for um, standing by as well, mate. So uh, let's get the beer of the week in, Darren. Um, let's uh, get your uh, get your beers out for the lads, mate. <laughs> um, there we go. So it's Alexander Keith's India Pale Ale. And... It's a really nice beer, actually. This is from um, Halifax, which is in Nova Scotia, or New Scotland, on the uh, east coast of uh, Canada. Really nice beer. I don't know if you can get it in the UK. Alexander Keith's. I'll do it again. There we are. India Pale Ale. It's been going since, what, 1820, apparently. So, nice beer. So, I thought, Ian being up in Scotland... A beer from New Scotland. You might appreciate that one there, buddy. And uh, by the way, Happy New Year, boys. Cheers. <laughs> Brilliant, mate. Brilliant. Um, Mr. Barry, the barrier, said it's a good job. The current bottom three are far worse than our, our teams. And he's including his team <laughs> as Everton, um, which had a yeah another another defeat um then uh, then our teams that's the reason why we will skate uh, we will scrape staying in the prem this year but both clubs need to improve drastically um they're having a torrid time as well aren't they i mean a lot of people won't have much lot love loss for everton after um nicking a couple of players but I've, all i can say is they nicked our rejects um that's uh, <laughs> That's how I put it. Anyway, that makes me feel a lot better. Um, Halsey said, that looks that looks the business. Not seen that before. Happy New Year as well, Darren. <laughs> Cheers, Ian. All the best, mate. <laughs> yeah, I was also corrected on how to spell uh, um, Siri out, but I'm going to get slaughtered for that as well because he... Um, I forgot it as well. If he, if he could come on, he met me in the met me in the bunker and um, explained how to pronounce it properly. So, well done, fella. So that's not Halsey, but one of the other guys came on. So, um, yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, um, guys and girls, like I said, we won't be too many adverts for this because obviously my Facebook ban expires until expires on Sunday. But um, we will, <coughs> sorry, uh, we will see you on Friday. We're previewing, obviously, the game uh, against Leicester in the FA Cup at the weekend. So get myself, Danny Iron. Yeah, I know Dino's looking forward to that. Myself, Danny Iron, and hopefully um, Chrissy Hanchett. On Friday, as always, eight o'clock. Then we'll get the fans' verdict eight o'clock on Saturday, Saturday night, and then back on with myself, uh, Darren, Canadian Darren, the beer of the week man, and also the young man Dino on Sunday nine till uh, uh, eight till nine or nine to nine till ten, eight till nine. So we're not going to be that late. We can't be that mad. So um, yeah, we'll see you, see you on, um, see you on Friday night, but. Uh, yeah, looking at those fixtures just before we go, boys. How many? How many? Uh, yeah, cheers, Halsey. Have a good week as well, mate. Those four. So let's have four or five fixtures. How many? How many points realistically are we gonna get? I'm punting for about eight points, um, six points for the next two. But I'll let you guys lead with that. I'd say, I think eight is realistic there, Pidge. I think. By then, by this time, or by the first game at Newcastle, you know we should have some of those new signings in. It'll be interesting to see how it all sets out. But yeah, the, the, plus we've got to have. It'd be nice if we had a little bit, a bit of luck. 
You know, we've had a little bit of bad luck too. Like yesterday, the one thing that really irked me, ironically, was a, a lot of people criticise. Um, is it Mike Dean, the ref that ref the Villa game, our opening game of the season? And if you remember, there, the third goal scored by Hernandez, there were two clear fouls by Villa, and both times he waved play on, which was bloody good refereeing. And then that's how Cucho Hernandez scored that fabulous goal. Yesterday, what really hurt me, and I'm rambling a bit, but the first tug on Pedro, he didn't do anything. Then he lets him go. Then there's a second tug, and then he's about to shoot, and then he blows. That's okay. shocking refereeing. You know? and, and that's just how your luck goes when you're in the predicament we're in. A, a good ref, and he was not a good ref, he was a shambles. A good ref would let that go. Um, or the, what he should have done was blow on the first time he's pulled back. Right, you got to you got to be one or the other, not not in that sort of grey area. But uh, yeah, I, I think eight points is a good guess. Like I say, I'm still I'm still optimistic. There's, there's, with with these signings, it looks like we're getting we could be a pretty decent side. Certainly, I mean, months ago I said I saw us sort of in a league of about eight teams. I, probably now I think we're in a league of about six. I still don't believe Leeds are very good. I really don't. And they have had injuries and they've got players coming back, but we've got a you know, we've got an opportunity here to turn it around and I think we will. But yeah, I think eight points is a fair shout. How about yeah. you, Dino? Yeah, I agree. Seven to eight points is realistic. I'd like twelve, but <laughs> maybe that's asking for too much. But no, no, seven or eight. Like I said, I I do believe we can, we are more than good enough to beat Newcastle and Norwich. Well, we're, we're good enough to beat anyone on our day if we can do it. You know, we've done it to United. So it's all about confidence. We do need all three of these players. We do. I know I don't know much about the other two, but definitely, you know, Vida, definitely need him. He'd be a superb add to this squad. He'd be, like Pidge said, absolutely awesome player to have in this squad. And I'd take the other two. Because like Pidge said, the age, it knocks our age down, which we have to do badly because we got, don't want to say old boys, but you can't, like I said, keep having 30-plus players. You can't have too many in the squad. You need to mix and match it up a bit. So a couple of young mid-20-year-olds won't, <laughs> won't go amiss to add into our squad. But no, like Darren said, I do believe we are now in the table of six. I don't think we'll catch the rest. I think they're already too far ahead of us. So that's not the worry, really. It is about staying up this season then build on it next season you know that is the main aim is to stay up and like we've all said it is going to be a long scrappy season and it probably will come to the last three or four games to stay up so but yeah we'll go again as every Watford fan says there's another game just got to keep going and yeah, exactly, mate. And last last couple before we before we go off, uh, Wayne uh, Lauver. Yeah, hello, Wayne. He says, "Cheers, guys. Happy New Year, and all the best best to you all." Yeah, thank you very much, Wayne. Nice one, mate. Uh, Holes. He said, "We need an injury free squad to choose from as well. That'll probably help." Yeah, definitely, completely agree with that, um, Mister Holsey. Yeah, like, like I said before, guys, we'll see you f- a Friday night, eight till. Uh, 8 to 8.30, we'll get all your opinions, all your score predictions and nile-ups and much, much more um, then on. So, guys and girls, thank you ever so much for watching. Um, sorry for a bit of a bit of a nightmare trying to get this get this through. Obviously, we've been putting it on Twitter as well today. So, anyone watching on Twitter as well, thank you ever so much. Um, as always, you've been beautiful. We've been TMA. It's a good night from the young man. It's a good night from Darren. <laughs> uh, I always get it wrong.
<laughs> <laughs> Good night, guys. <laughs> <laughs>